Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode contains language and content of an explicit nature. Listener discretion is advised. Before a song is released, a record is produced, or a chorus is written, the musicians that write them think a lot. They live a lot, and they feel a lot. Before the chorus dives into the stories and experiences that shape these artists, and ultimately, the music we hear. I'm your host, Sophia Lopercaro, and this episode's guest is Jalen Ngonda. Hello, I am reporting to you not live from the spare room in my friend's place in South London. I have been traveling through Europe for the last few weeks. I'm getting ready to go back pretty soon, but it's been fun and I've got a lot of new podcast goodies to bring you very, very soon. I'm not going to tell you about them now, but... I have some new interviews and just some fun experiences that I'm going to want to tell you about. Make sure that you come back next episode and the one after that just to, and oh, I'll just, just keep coming back in general, but I'll, I'll be telling you more about my, my escapades, if you will, throughout Europe and all the music related goodness that has come through from this trip. Right now though, I want to talk to you a little bit about Jalen Gonda and my love of soul music. I think what has drawn me to soul music later in life, for one, I have a brother who loves soul and gospel. Um, He's very big into sampling and making his own music out of it, but I think through him turning me on to some really great music, like I remember years ago, he was picking me up from the airport and he was losing his mind over this album from The Dramatics and was telling me like, you have to listen to this. And turns out it was one of the coolest records that I think I've still ever heard. Like it's a very, theirs is a very trippy version of Soul. But I think the through line that I have found as I've started to listen to more Soul music over the years is just the hyper saturation of emotion when you listen to soul music it's like every single emotion is made holy sacred even there's these big big feelings that are expressed uh, with voices that are just as big as the feelings themselves and i think as far as a newer soul artist goes jillian gonda exemplifies that really really beautifully He has a voice that sounds perfectly at home with so many of the greats of soul music, but is still fresh and modern. So we got together to talk about his new record, Come Around and Love Me. And I'm going to leave you to that interview right now. Well, we are going to kind of get into talking about the record, but 
the way that I'm approaching it is I'm kind of like starting from like a wider lens and kind of like, I guess I want to talk to you a little bit about your ethos as a songwriter and how that kind of bled into the record. And then we'll kind of get a little more into specifics. So I guess the place that I really want to start just just out of curiosity is are you the type of songwriter that pulls more directly from personal experience or more from either witnessing things or just dreaming up things? Well, most of, uh, I think most of the inspiration comes through uh, witnessing things, I would say. Um, you know, things I'll see on a on an ad, something on a bus. Um, but a mixture of the personal stuff, too. I mean, I don't really, you know, I, I acknowledge that my personal life is probably going to tap into the, you know, like, psychological part of writing songs. But it's not something I really think about while, while writing. And it's, it's usually a... It's just whatever comes off the top of my head at the time. Yeah, that's without fair. Me, without much thought, you know, just. I've never heard of someone being influenced by ads, which I think is really cool. Like, can you think of yeah, like not a specific... just ads? That's just an example. It could be by anything, you know, watching something on TV or a conversation that you overheard. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any, like, I guess any of those, like, external, like, again, things that you've witnessed that, like, particularly struck you? Like, like are there any specific ones you can think of, like, especially going into writing this album? Well, no, not really. I mean, every song on that album was just um, in the, it was, like, in the midst of a songwriting session where we were just writing songs with no... I mean, we tried to write a single, so we just kept writing songs that were like, you know, quick and, you know, catchy. Um, so every time I wrote lyrics and stuff, it was just, you know, it was just words that kind of I was playing on and trying to make a story, you know, knowing that I'm going to write about probably a love or a relationship. So, you know, it's just this, it was just that kind of thing, you know, you just, just, I don't really know how to describe it, to be honest. That That's totally fair. Um... Well, I guess kind of talking a little more about what's the word, I guess a little more about the process itself, but like, I know that you grew up listening to, I mean, everything from Motown to gospel to uh, soul, but also like the Beatles and like the Beach Boys. And I feel like one of the through lines I find of these genres and artists is there's this kind of like otherworldly feeling about the music, like and I think it's in part because so much of them yeah. are like influenced by gospel. Like every emotion is larger than life. There's something almost like holy, even about like, especially in love songs, there's this like kind of like divine love. Yeah. Um, is that something like, like for you, for example, like whether it was when you were growing up or as you've kind of grown as a music listener, is that the thing that like strikes you about a lot of music or are there like other things that really like pull you in to to like whatever music really speaks to you well I think yeah I think with the music that you listen to when you're younger you know it, it's something that you absorb and then when it comes to like you know when you're actually writing something it just it's like sort of a reflection um through your own experiences so I would say I would say you know like uh were you asking like uh is there a reason why I like write love songs with the songs in the past or I was trying to get your question again. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think I kind of, that's kind of actually more my next question. It's more like, because I'm, I'm often curious, like when, when talking to artists about like, 
what it is about certain music that moves them and then the other way around of like what is it that they're trying to create and kind of the way those two sides speak to each other so I guess this question is more like like what about the music that you love moves you is it that it's like this very rich emotion is it something about relating to it is a combination of both is like is there a certain element of it that really like pulls you in as a listener um well you know i write because it's it's just a way to express myself and and um you know i just so happen to like love those songs from like you know back in the day and i think it was like the same for those writers they were just writing to express themselves and um, you know, I I think when it comes to songwriting, we all write about similar things, you know. So just about human experiences. So um, it's just I think it's a sort of thing of admiration when you listen to it and you like want to write something with that vibe. But when it comes down to actually writing what's coming out of your mind, it's it's just expression. So and I think what you listen to and what you admire, it, it just reflects on it when you write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very fair kind of going into some of the next stuff there's there's this one line in come around and love me that i i just particularly liked and i'm i'm very nerdy about like little details and songs and like references and things and there's that line keep this night in the everlast and i noticed the word everlast was uppercase and i was curious is that like a reference to something or is that just like a symbol for something no not really i mean you know something that's everlasting is you know it's it's something that's forever so you know he's just you know in the song you know i'm just sort of describing as i like, keep this moment in the everlast you know something that's forever which you know which is obviously impossible but um i think it's just a you know it's just one of those like words you just kind of play on to express that you want to uh cherish a moment with someone for as long as you possibly can so i thought everlast was just a nice catchy way of saying it I liked it. Yeah, it was funny. I I just for the fun of it like Googled because like just seeing it uppercase, I was like, ooh, is it something? And then I just found a lot <laughs> of random movies and stuff, and I was like, I don't feel like it's this. I feel like it's it's something a little more profound than, yeah, than this. It's just a and, word <laughs> that I used, you know, which sounded cool, I think. I think it does sound cool. That's why I clocked it, you know? Um Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I mean, a lot of what I do here is really going through the lyrics and try and understand, like, whether it be the stories behind the songs or, or like, the feelings that, you know, the music is conjuring for the person writing them. Like, it's, I really like to connect to the human side of music, you know? Because yeah. um, I think that's one of the things that makes it so special. It's, it's about the way that it moves us. Um, yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, and I know, like, I kind of touched on it before, but it's, like, why I was pulling out, like, like these kind of ideas of, like, very divine, like, love, or, like, there's, in, in your music, for example, there's just this kind of, like, image of just, how do I say this, like, emotions on kind of full volume, and, again, I, I connected that back to, like, soul and gospel of kind of, like, it's not... Like here's it's not like a minimized version of love. It's like really pouring your heart out, really kind of like worshiping and enjoying that feeling, you know, even if it is like not coming directly from personal experience. I feel like that's that's the effect that the music has, you know. No, I mean, it is it is kind of that way. I think, um, you know, with the 
when when it comes to the emotions with the songs, you know, I think because everyone experiences love in a very deep way, and you know, I you know, especially when you hit that age, you know, of adolescence up to to for the rest of your life, you know, your experiences with like being in love with something or attached to something, it's something very deep. So, I think when it comes to writing, um, you know, those kind of love songs instead of like just a surface level, like um, I don't know. I think it just it, it sounds more interesting to write it in a deeper sense, you know, it really goes on, you know, in the depths of your soul and whatever you're going through, you know. Yeah. Even though I know that you you said if that, that makes it makes any sense. Oh, it makes <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Don't worry. I think I think that's that's kind of what I was in a, in a way kind of hoping to hear, but um with that, even though again, I know that you said you don't pull as much from personal experience. Do you find that, like, writing in this kind of way is, like, a, a nice vehicle for, like, vulnerability for yourself as a person? Or is it more just, like, a fun, like, way to escape, like, in terms of creating these stories or, or a combination of both? Well, I'll say that, um, you know, I think I would say the reason why I do write these things is because of personal experiences, you know. Like, in order for me to put words together in that way... And communicated like I've I would have had to have really gone through it to really understand it you know to an extent I guess so I think you know uh, I do I do acknowledge it that it's you know it's it's from a personal from personal experiences throughout my through most of my life um, but the topic of the songs especially you know they are something that I do dig you know it's because you know I love I write I listen to those kind of songs all the time so it's something that I um, as a you know, as a hobby, I like to write about because it's fun. But um, I guess like when it comes to like the the, the the structure and the style of writing, you know, it, it's definitely um, it's because of personal experiences. But mm -hmm. I don't really make it topical. Yeah, and that's fair. I think you know that's the power of of music is it often lets us either express emotions that we don't feel like we can express in our day-to-day -day lives you know like it's kind yeah. of a safe space for that and it's also like i said it's a place that we we feel connected to other human beings whether that be the writer or the person the song makes us think of or the person that we listen to the song with and it's it's such a beautiful thing about it you know yeah, they're all stories. I, you know, all songs are stories, and everyone likes to, you know, listen to a story to escape, because, uh, you know, their own of their own baggage. You know, so, you know, I think people, you know, it's like it's that the thing people write because of the the life they live, and it's you know they're through their experiences, and then they release that, and people that go through things listen to that story and go like, oh yeah, I relate. So, I think that's what keeps, uh, you know, songs going. You know, and people wanting to hear them. And in different ways. Yeah. Um, I will uh, one thing and again answer this question on whatever level you want. But as I was going through the kind of themes of the record, like again, it's it's all very strongly love songs. But I did notice that the sort of ratio of like love songs of like, again, love where it's like you're in love with the person and they're there. There's there are some of those, but there's a lot more songs about either heartbreak or longing or like trying to call someone back. Is there something about those themes again, whether that be personally or creatively, that you enjoy writing about? And is that fair to say that there's a lot of those on the record? Well, yeah, you know, I, I think 
in terms of topics, you know, I never wanted to write the same topic for every uh, every track or anything I do. You know, I I, def I definitely like to write about different moods because it it's just you know it's like it's showing it's sort of telling you know like oh I can do it this way and I'll oh, I can show you that way how I do you know how I would do a song. So you know, it's just one of those things where it's like you know when you play a certain melody in a certain chord if it sounds mellow it sort of prompts you to write mellow like lyrics but that's not always the case you know so but i think really it's just to sort of you know make it you know different topics and different moods in the in the album you know yeah are you someone that when you're writing you tend to write a melody or like a riff first or a lyric first or does it vary it varies it's uh it's never fixed you know it could be a it could be anything first it could be a, a a tapping on the you know foot tap to a lyric obviously a melody so it it's always it's always a uh, random nice yeah it's always fun to hear like the different order people do things in cuz cuz like you said a lot of the times it varies but there are some people that are very purely one or the other and it's fascinating to watch how yeah. that can influence certain people's music um I think one of the, I guess the last um, like ones I really want to touch on, and this is this is maybe me showing my bias a little bit, but one of my favorite songs on the record is "What a Difference She Made," um, and that one's probably got the most like direct storytelling um, lyrically on the record. Like I remember just thinking like I could picture the girl that the song is about, and just her having this vibrant, hopeful energy, and like. I could almost just listening to the song, like, I mean, it's a song about, you know, someone having that really beautiful impact in your life and someone who is really hopeful, even in difficult situations. And I could almost feel uplifted by proxy by this, this fictional character. Was there like anything specific that like inspired you with that song? Um, especially since it's so like particularly evocative, like an image that you saw or, or something that really struck you? Well, um, that all started really, to be honest. Um, I was always writing songs, like starting with you or, you know, me or if, you know, like more sort of like direct kind of songs like you did this or they were this, you know. So I wanted to, I honestly just thought I'd start saying by she and just kind of rolled off there, you know, and like, and, um, or like there's, you know, so at the first, the second verse was something I wrote originally. And that was originally the first verse, the lyrics on the second verse. And then after that, I wrote the uh, first verse lyrics as a second verse and then switched them. So, you know, I just, it all started by writing about someone rather than, it, rather than it's like, you know, I'm speaking directly to somebody. Yeah. So and, uh, you know, I thought I'd just make it into a story and, you know, yeah, it just, you know, lyrics were just kind of, kind of flowing and it just kind of felt right to say this next and all that stuff. Yeah, that's nice though. It's it, it's nice to like see, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like sometimes let the songs take the shape that they want to, you know? Yeah. Like you you can't but, um, you fight know, it. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you know if it's if sometimes if it doesn't feel right and you think it does, you know sometimes you have to sit back and listen. But and that whole time when it, when it doesn't. If it doesn't feel not wrong, you know, it just got to trust your instinct. But, uh, you know, we'll see, you know, when, <laughs> you know, it's uh, if it if it stands any test of time or anything like that, we don't know. But um, 
it was a fun it was a fun song to write that one. Come around and love me is available now wherever you normally get your music. This podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by myself, Sophia Lobercaro, and the artwork is by Meg Welford. If you liked this episode, please make sure to rate it, to follow us, and to ring the bell for future episode notifications. I know it sounds like such a small thing, and I'm sure you hear it from lots of different podcasts, but it really does help me to grow and to continue to get to do what I do. So thank you very much. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.